When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Welcome to another edition of Steelers Sunday Q&A. I'm Kyle Kreis, the host of What Chin's Talking About, coming to you live, or not live, coming to you taped every Thursday on SCN. You know the drill today. You got Steeler questions, put them in the chat. And I've got the answers. And if I don't have the answers, then I've got someone with me who does have the answers. Joining me every week on the Steeler Sunday Q&A, my good friend and the only source for great Steelers info, it's the one and only Coach T. Welcome to the Sunday Q&A. <clears throat> Oh, I, we love Steeler Nation. You were almost uh, you, you were you were kind of late getting to the to the show today. What uh, what was going on, Coach? Yeah, I was I was at Coachella. You you went to Coachella. Who'd you see at Coachella? Uh I saw Randy Feekner. I ran into Jeff Fisher, uh, Coach Harbaugh. All those coaches were at Coachella. Uh, yeah, I've ran into, uh, coach, coach Reed, all the coaches were at Coachella. Oh, it sounds like you went to a, a different, you went to coach Chella full of NFL coaches. Of course. Uh, what did you think I was talking about? I thought you were talking about the, you know, like the pop concert. All right, moving on. Let's get to. The questions, we see the chat is already filling up. Daredevil showed up early. Kathy, Brian. But the early bird gets the worm. The first question in the chat goes to Joseph Mienovic. Great show. I think he's talking to us. My question is, do you think it's possible the Steelers drop back in both the 17 and 32 picks to acquire more picks. Joseph is in, he wants to wheel and deal. This guy is the Glengarry Glen Ross of uh, of Steeler Nation, I guess. 
What do you think, Coach? Are we could we trade back in both the seventeen and thirty-two? Um, you know, never say never, but never, never on on both those picks. I mean, you know, I think you're going to get a lot of calls there at thirty-two. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take all the calls. We'll listen to whatever all the offers they have on draft day. But uh, you know, we we think we got seventeen guys we like at pick seventeen. Uh, so I think we'll be happy staying there. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. This is a question. Not even it's not Steeler related, but uh, Afton says, "Hey fam, Kathy enjoying Monaco or Morocco? Monaco, Morocco." So I guess uh, people chiming in from all across the world. I don't know. Let's see. We've got Reginald entered the chat. Claude Bishop entered the chat. Randy, how you doing, chat? Uh, Brian. Okay, here we go. Brian Brown has entered the chat. So Coach T, what's it going to be? Tackle or corner? Uh, you know, enough said, Coach. What's what, what's it going to be? Yes, we will be addressing tackle and corner in the draft. Okay, so, you know, uh, what, 17 or at 32? Well, we love those big boys, uh, so I wouldn't count it out at either position. Right? You know, uh, it seems like uh, if you go to, according to the mock drafts, it's going to be Joey Porter, the tackle from Tennessee, uh, the tackle from Ohio State, not Paris Johnson, Dewan Dewan Jones, or the corner from uh, Maryland, right? Uh, they're the defensive back from Maryland. So that's what the mocks have. It's down to one of those four. Um, I personally think it's going to be if it's corner at seventeen, I think it'll be tackle at thirty-two. If it's tackle at seventeen, I think it'll be corner at thirty-two. You know, tackle at seventeen. I think is an automatic start, but, or at least you want that 17th pick to be the starter. Um, I'm still counting hope on, you know, Dan Moore Jr. So, and Chooks is still, you know, got a year. I could see maybe next year something with Chooks. So maybe, you know, hey, you draft a tackle at 32. Um, I don't think they necessarily need to start right away if, if, if you still like Dan Moore and Chooks. Whereas, you know, you draft tackle at 17, I think the writing's on the wall for one of those two. But what do I know, right, Coach? Christopher11 has entered the chat. Hey, Kyle, are the Steelers like a Tom Cruise movie? They're making all the right moves. This is the kind of comments I'm feeling, right? Uh, right, they, you know... You know, you got to, I mean, we can't, how can we judge any of these moves now? You know, what are we, the Browns, April champs, March champs? Uh, We'll see what we have when we get into camp. But, you you know, it's like you can't be disappointed. I mean, what, you know, sure, I'll I'll say I'm disappointed we lost Cam Sutton, you know, but then we picked up uh, Patrick Peterson. So, and I'll say, yeah, I'm disappointed we didn't get Bud Dupree just because I like the homecoming there. But, um, you can't argue with the offensive line. Uh, you know, we don't know what we have with these inside linebackers yet, but April and March is always, always the right moves. You know, no one says, oh, we shouldn't have signed that dude we just signed. But what do you think? Uh, well, you know, Afton enters the chat here. Coach T, 
What's your favorite signing from the last two weeks? Well, you know, P P P Patrick Peterson P squared. Whenever ever you can get a yellow jacket worthy player in your locker room, uh, you can't have too many of those guys. So I'm really excited to see what Peterson brings to the locker room as well as the secondary. You know, we're already talking to him about some of the things that we want him to do this year. So uh, anytime you get one of these yellow jacket guys in the locker room, that's always a good thing. Agreed. I agreed. Justin Benjamin says 17 pick will be Joey Porter Jr. Coach, what says you? Paris Johnson. Okay, we a little difference of opinion. I wouldn't mind that too. I wouldn't mind the big boy. Let's see. Oh, good. I, we got a Coach T answer for sure. Okay, Brian. All right, yeah. Never wants to show the cards, I guess. Afton says, Dewan Jones at 32 is okay. I wouldn't take him at 17. I mean, you know, dream scenario, it's Joey Porter Jr. at 17, right? If the three tackles are gone at 17, meaning Paris from Ohio State, uh, Skornowski um, from Northwestern, uh, the, the Georgia, Broderick Jones, Broderick Jones, is that his name, from Georgia? Um, if those tackles are gone, you're like, do you want to go to Dewan Jones at thir- at 17? I, you know, if top three tackles and top three corners are gone, that could be an interesting pick there at 17. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Coach? You know, Dewan Jones at 32 is okay, but not at 17. I'll just say this: we got our guys, and if we have a chance at grabbing one of the guys we like. If it's 17, 32, 49, we're going to get the guy we like. And we're not really going to focus on the number anymore. All right, says you, says you. Let's see, we got anything else? Okay, here's entering the chat is deal with it. I'll deal with it. I like the corner Turner from Michigan. And this is a new name that's under the chat. I, at least, I, you know, I've been focusing on all those 17 uh, pick corners. I don't know this, uh, the, this corner from Michigan. Though, you know, Big Ten caliber school, can't argue with that. Uh, right? I like him too then. If, if Dill Whitted likes it, I like it. All right, let's see. What else? Brian Brian Brown says a brownie the elf puppet would be pretty entertaining. Well, let's see. If, I mean, do, do the Browns have that kind of creativity? I don't know if any of the fans over there have it. Or maybe I should just get a brown puppet that uh, that we talk trash on. Okay, all right. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Coach? What uh, you want to pile on the Browns right now? Uh, Three time defending spring champs. Yeah, you can't argue, right? Can't argue with that. Afton says, heard Bud Dupree wouldn't take the two-year deal Pitt wanted. I, you know, I, I, I don't know if I heard that, but I did, it, you know, it did seem there was some conversation about Steelers wanted a two-year deal, Bud didn't, he's wanted a one-year deal. Um, Maybe, maybe, is, I mean, is that the difference? You know, is that the difference? Um, 
then I guess he didn't really want to play for Pitt that bad. I guess, you know, he was looking for a one year no matter where. Then, you know, maybe that's why he left without, you know, because some were saying, well, he wasn't, you know, the injury bug or he, we didn't know how healthy he was, but because he left without a contract. So, you know, it could be the health or it could be he didn't want two years. Uh, who knows? Ron Schultz knows this, so we need a guy to compliment Minka. I mean, at this point, tell me if I'm wrong, coach. At this point, if the season started on April 17th, if we were playing the Monday night game, who would be the starting strong safety? Uh, you know, it'd be Minka. And I think it would be Liao. You know, is it is it uh, KZ right now? I mean, and, um, who who who's starting right now? Is is it is it uh, not is it the the new guy? What's his name? Why can't I think of his name all of a sudden? I said Liao, but that's not his name, is it? You know, the pretty guy. Look, Kyle, we consider all these guys starter capable, um, whether they're playing in the base or they're playing in the dime or some sub package. Uh, there's going to be plenty of snaps to go around for guys like Kazee and all of our defensive backs. Moulet is in the mix. Uh, we want to see what we have from Trey Norwood. Um, you know, we're going to need a lot of contributors in that room to contribute in a lot of different ways. Okay. Okay. Randy Wagner enters the chat. Coach T. Do the Steelers ever make a smoke screen promoting a certain player so another team will bite, expo exposing the player we really want? How much of this, Coach, is smoke screen? You know, um, you're inviting certain players in for meetings. Is that just to throw people off the, off the scent? I'll say this. I don't have enough time in my day to be, you know, trying to take people off my scent or to try to set up diversions, you know, on this player or this player. If we invite a guy in to meet, we want to get to know that guy. There's no deception there. We're pretty, you know, we're pretty uh, straightforward with our intentions. We wear our needs on our sleeve and things of that nature. So I wish I had time to deceive you guys and, you know, show up with a rabbit in my hat on draft day. But I just don't have the time. Fair enough. I, you know, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Let's see. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's see. We got Christopher 11 is back in the chat. If we had a chance to move up to snag a top 10 corner, wouldn't that take our D to the next level? Look what Rod did for our D. You know, there's some chatter about moving up to nine, but I think if the Steelers move up to top 10, they're probably going after one of those tackles. Um, Unless they really love one of these corners, but I just you know I just don't I don't see it. And sure, you know yeah, someone like Rod Woodson uh, would take our D to the next level. But hey, someone like T.J. Watt took our D to the next level. We found him pretty late in the first. Cam Hayward took our D to the next level. We found him pretty late in the first. Stephon Tuitt, uh took our D to the next level. We found him in the second. So just because. You know, one of these corners like Gonzalez or something is gonna go top ten. I, you know, I don't think it. I don't think it moves the needle. Um, what what says you, Coach? You know, are we are we moving up? Like I said, we got seventeen players we like in this draft. I'm happy with picking at seventeen. 
you know, if the call comes in and someone wants to move, you know, wants to trade down and we can have a chance to move up, we'll take all those calls. I just don't, yeah, I don't know if trading up is the move. There's not enough picks this, this, uh, there's not enough picks this draft straight up, you know, straight up. Am I wrong about that? Mm-mm. Brian Brown makes the point, but the priest from Georgia, that could be why he signed for Atlanta. Sure. If all things being equal and you know, you want to go back to Georgia and you want that one year instead of the two year, you know, what would have been, what if it was two years, you know, <sighs> 8 million total or something. Instead, what do you get? One year, five or six? I don't know. Keanu Neal. Thank you. I was thinking Leal and it was Neal. Why was I, how did I, how did I confuse that? Okay. Pedro Almaguer Jr. says, what's with the trade talk with B Baker? You know, anytime a player has to be traded, all of a sudden Steeler Nation is like, we're in the mix. We're in the mix, right? Um, B. Baker, what are you going to have to trade for a B. Baker? Are you, you trading pick 49? Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Coach, what, you know, are, are you, you you trading that pick 49 to get a known commodity? You know, we like to build through the draft. That's been our MO. We're not afraid to make a trade. We put color outside the lines and things of that nature. You know, look at the Minka trade. Look at, uh, you know, even the Devin Bush trade. We're not afraid to make those moves, but we're pretty happy with what we have at this point. Yeah, I think so. I know. I know we're adding. We're still adding pieces, but I mean, the main the main roster is pretty much set. I, you know, I would think. I would think. Reginald Rivers enters the chat. I meant to say Darnell Wright from Tennessee at 32. I mean, this is one of the guys that I think could be there at 17. Darnell Wright. And now, you know, you know, at first they were like, well, the Steel, you know, Tomlin wasn't at the pro day at Tennessee. But now we know that uh Andy Weidel was. So not exactly the same clout as Tomlin and Colbert or Tomlin and Khan, but you know, with the new with the new front office we don't know exactly what you know the, the traditions or the new uh set of assumptions can be so just because Tomlin didn't go to Tennessee uh we do know that Andy Weidel went and maybe that's a move maybe we'll take hey if Darnell Wright is there at 32 I think that could be an easy run up to the podium and make that pick right especially if we already got the corner we wanted at 17 what says you, Coach? I mean, I I know what you're going to say about Darnell, right? We love the big boys. Exactly, exactly. Brian Brown wants to know, how about Kevin Dotson and maybe a later pick for Baker? Not enough. I mean, what's uh, is Kevin Dotson really bringing anything to the table other than a low-round pick? You know, I think that's one of those ones where it's like you're going to trade a Kevin Dotson and a sixth to move up into the fifth or something. I don't think that, I just don't think that there's enough there there with Kevin Dotson. Now, if you wanted to say, hey, let's trade James Daniel and a pick or something, you know, maybe that could be something. But, I mean, Kevin Dotson is, 
we don't know we don't know if he's going to be on the roster uh, come camp. So if he's not on our roster, there's probably a lot of teams' rosters he's not going to be on. So what do you, what do you say about Kevin Dotson, uh, coach? You know, we we like everything that Kevin brings, and sure, we thought we had something different maybe two years ago than we have now, but we're going to let him. Uh, compete for that chance. We've got a lot of guys in the offensive line room that are new to Pittsburgh. We're going to let them all compete, and we're going to let the competition on the field determine what happens in game day. Yeah, that sounds like a typical Tomlin answer. Um. All right, well, let's take a commercial break, and when we come back in the second half, We'll get more of your questions. I guess it's all draft, right? We're I mean, we're down to the wire here. It's ten days and counting, or eleven days, whatever. Who's counting? Who is counting? Not me. Let's take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Raise your brain, you got it. Raise your brain, you want it. You got confidence, secure. Feeling confident? Raise your brand. Got $150 million? Raise your brand. Need AI solutions to carbon-based insurance problems? Raise your brand and reach for AccraSure. Confidence, confidence, tried and secure. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AccraSure. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AccraSure. Welcome back. Yes, the Sunday, the Steelers Sunday Q and A is brought to you by Acrisure. Uh, if you need AI based insurance solutions, Acrisure.com. Coach, I do want to ask you. Uh, I saw you this weekend at the Boston College game, uh, supporting your son. Uh, that that must have felt good, right? You know, everyone thinks my full time job is head coach, but really. My full-time job is starting dad. Yeah, so that was cool seeing you. Although I got to ask you, what's up with this? What's up with this look, Coach? Um, you know, it's it's like I don't know. It's like you're. It's kind of like a beach bum look. I know that you got your BC colors there, but it's like this beach bum hat. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Coach. I th- you know le- maybe leave that hat at home next time. Uh, hey, you know, we don't we don't always get to pick what we wear. So when I get a day out as a civilian, uh, I like to rep my son's colors too. Yeah, it's not just the colors. I don't know. I thought that hat. I'd rather see you with the, uh, I'd rather see you with the Matt Canada hat. Although in that crowd, if you're sitting, if you're sitting behind Mike Tomlin in a Matt Canada hat, yeah, that might not be the best look. All right. How about, let's get back to the cues. Claude Bishop in the chat says, JPJ at 17, Darnell Washington at 32, and Campbell or Simmons at 49 would be a great draft. Yeah, let you know, I think we're I think at 17 and 32, we're going to have we're going to be happy with that draft no matter what. You know, 17 and 32, I can't tell you the last time we've had that many picks that early. So, I think we're going to be happy with whoever we get. And yeah, if it's Joey Porter Jr., well, you know, Enough said. We don't like the rest of the draft. Who cares what we get, right? I just want that. I just want Joey Porter. Brian Brown is back in the chat. Coach T, how do you feel about Najee's chances of winning the NFL rushing title this year? Uh, good question, Coach. You know, people are wondering when's Najee gonna be that dude. You know that that we can just run the offense through. 
Steeler Nation, you guys know this answer. We're not out here trying to create individual achievements, um, your Pro Bowls and rushing titles, statistical anomalies and things of that nature. All we care about is the win on Sunday. And if Najee runs for 2,000 yards in the season, uh, well, you know, all we care about is the win on Sunday. If Najee runs for 200 yards for the season and we win the division, it was still going to look like a great season for Najee. I kind of agree. I don't, you know, those thinking that it's just going to be all Najee all the time because we've beefed up the line and all that. Um, it's, you know, don't count out that defenses can still stack the line. They're going to still stack the box. And I think even though Kenny is shown that he can, he has the moxie in the second half and in the fourth quarter, I think defenses are still going to, until he proves everyone wrong, the MO is going to be, let's stuff the box, stop the run, force Kenny Pickett to beat us. And until he does that, you know, I think it's going to be tough sledding at first for the, for the run, for the run squad. Um, you know, don't be convinced that it's just going to be all Najee all the time. Najee likes to, to praise Najee. And, you know, he's going to tell you it's a 2,000-yard season. I'm just looking for a 10-win season. Yeah, but good point. Good point. Randy Wagner wants to know, Coach T, are we going to draft another player from Maryland this year? Um, right? If it's Brian Branch, is that the guy who uh, whom we might get from Maryland? You know, I... Uh, I saw those Maryland guys play. Yeah, there's a couple of those guys on our radar, like there are every year. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's anything special about the Maryland guys that I see that the other teams don't see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Deal with it back in the chat. Coach, Coach T, do you foresee... Kenny in the running for MVP this season behind the picket fence Khan seems to be building. Ah, you know, I'll coach T the questions for you. I'll let you answer. Look, we're, we're not, this isn't going to become the greatest show on turf overnight. Uh, we got these pieces in place to run the ball more, to be more balanced offense in, in that way. We're not gonna, we don't plan to let, uh, KP eight throw 40 times a game. That's not the situation we want to be in. Um, if, if, if we're in the situation where Kenny's putting up 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns in the MVP conversation, then, uh, our offensive plan went off the rails sometime early in the season. Yeah. Right. I don't expect this to be, especially look at the wide receivers. It's Deontay, it's Pickens, and it's Firemuth, and that's it, really, right now. Najee is probably the next receiver in the mix. So, you know, I don't think this is going to be pass-heavy. I think we're still going to see the offense, and I know you guys are going to hate this. We're going to see the Canada offense of the last couple years in the in the Feekner offense before that, where we're going to we're going to be trying to convert third downs, long drives down the field. It's not going to be you know chunk plays. It's going to be trying to convert thirds. Reginald Rivers says the Steelers never had a running back to lead the league in rushing. So, 
you know, that's that's probably going to continue. But Dillwood, it says Najee will feed this year, though, for sure. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think that uh, I think we thought he would feed this past year, and if anything, we've got more of a of a running back room, not by committee, but certainly between Warren and Najee. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be more it's going to be closer to even split between those two than it's going to be a feast for Najee. That says me. That says me. Okay, what Brian Brown says, Coach T, if you're going to give answers like that, it would be way cooler with Tomlinisms. Yeah, 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 right? We uh, come on, Tom. Let's let's where, where the Tomlinisms go, you know? Uh, well, you know, not everything can be a cool saying for you guys. Um, you know, the standard is the standard, and things of that nature. How are you happy there, Brian? Got it. Okay, not everything's a Tomlinism, I guess. Afton is back in the chat. I'm hoping Glenn Thomas can beef up the passing game. There's going to be some addition uh, on on offense. It's, we we are, we know there's probably going to be a tackle. We know there's probably going to be a wide receiver. Day day two, right? We've got two second round picks and a third round pick. You know, look for look for a wide receiver in one of those in one of those rounds. Got to imagine there's going to be a corner. There's going to be a tackle. Could there be an inside linebacker and a wide receiver? If those are your four, first four picks right there, uh, don't say I didn't warn you. What do you say, Coach, about all these uh, draft predictions? You know, do do you know what you're going, what you want going in to draft day? Is it is it like a foregone conclusion uh, who your guy is? You know. We sit through the draft day like everyone's sitting at home. We don't know what's going to happen until our pick is up there on the board. We're taking calls all day, each pick, and you know when it, when we finally get to seventeen, we know who we want. By the time it's our pick, we're pretty confident on who we got. Reginald Rivers back in the chat here. I like Mingo at eighty. That's the name that has been showing up in all the mocks uh, as far as wide receiver. And what's the other one? Downs? Those are the two names I'm seeing in all the mocks. Downs and Mingo. It sounds sounds good to me. Uh, believe me, I don't only, only college ball I'm watching is Penn State. So I don't know these guys from Adam. Um, you know, like Afton says, Banks and Bennett are the two cornerbacks from Maryland. Yeah, I hear everyone saying Banks maybe at 32. Um if uh, you know if that's how it goes, then I guess all the mockers were right. By the way, you know I've been studying the mocks, and I've come up with a hypothesis. Um, you know, at least according to the last four years or so, we can you know we try to predict who the Steelers' pick is. You know, no one had Terrell Edmonds, no one had Artie Burns on their radar, but since then we've tried to kind of narrow it down, and I've come up with a hypothesis that. Studying the mocks can tell you what the first round pick is. If you have a 50% threshold of the mocks, meaning last year I studied 300 mocks and about, you know, 150 of them, it came down to one of the three quarterbacks, Pickett, Malik Willis, or Ritter. So I said, well, okay, a 50% threshold to for one of those three quarterbacks. And then it became Kenny Pickett. 
So my if we apply that hypothesis to this season, a 50% threshold on the mocks, I've studied about 150 mocks so far, and 50% of that is mocking Joey Porter Jr., Dewan Jones from Ohio State, the tackle from Georgia, or the corner from Maryland, Banks. So I'm so I'm saying at this point, you know, we still have another ten days in the mock season left. But as we sit on this Sunday, I'm saying it's going to be one of those four: Porter, or Banks at corner, or Jones and the Georgia tackle, <laughs> tackle or corner. Jeff Jeff Stipp enters the chat. I love Jack Campbell. Let's mix it up with that. You know, is he the answer at inside linebacker? Because we haven't really had an answer since Vinny Williams left. So it hasn't been Joe Schobert. You know, it hasn't been Miles Jack. It hasn't been uh, Bostic. Who else have we brought in? You know, it hasn't been these guys. And it's not, and it's not, um, and it's not, I lost my train of thought. Boom. Sorry. I was looking at the chats come in. And Aquatic Life enters the chat. Do you still believe the Steelers shouldn't draft an edge rusher after no bud signing? So I was, you know, I didn't want edge rusher, especially at 17, because uh, just, you know, what happens to Highsmith? I, you know, if we like Highsmith so much and want to extend him, I don't think 17 is the play for edge rusher. Now, some of these people are saying, well, you know, like that guy from Iowa um, isn't, a strictly edge rusher, you move him inside or something, or even the guy from Georgia um, who could fall to 17 isn't a strict edge rusher. Obviously, you know, coach, what do you say about outside linebackers? You know, edge rushers are the engine that drives our defense. So I'm sure they're going to pick one at some point. Um, I just, you know, look, Third number three outside linebacker has been the same situation like inside linebacker. Haven't found the guy to be the guy. Pittsburgh Scottish Athletics Association enters the chat. Vince Williams was average. I don't know. You know, when he had to come in and become a starter, uh he, you know, he was, I think, more than average, especially on stopping the run, you know, penetrating the gap. Reginald Rivers says, can you name five players that the Steelers could take from Penn State in this year's draft? And eh, not really. Uh, the tight end um, is is decent. Uh, I wouldn't mind, you know, I, I wouldn't mind any Penn State player. But, um, you know, Joey Porter, obviously, the tight end is decent. Um, nope, I couldn't name you five players. Can you? If you've, if you've got five players, put them in there. Miles Jack played great, says the Scottish Athletics situation. Yeah, not great enough to to stay with the team, right? Randy Wagner, this chat is so cool. Thank you. Thank you, Coach T. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Randy. Is this chat so cool? Um, I don't know if the masses agree, but who cares about the masses? Just about you listening at home or in your car or whatever. Um... All right, going back to edge rusher, Pittsburgh Scottish Athletics Association wants to know, do we draft then second round? I, I mean, I guess we could, you know. I think that 
you're going to see a tackle in a corner, a wide receiver. It's, I mean, you know, I don't know. Inside linebacker, I think those are your first four. Then, maybe, you know, maybe go edge rusher looking in the fourth or something. I don't know. I don't know. Aquatic Life is back in the chat. We need to get more picks in this draft and keep what we have. Only way to make that happen, trade anyone? This is a good point. You know, it's like usually the team likes to have a little more draft picks. What do they have, seven uh, draft picks? Or is it six? I don't even know. Six or seven. They usually like to have a little more than that. So I could see a trade down. 32 is going to be a great opportunity to trade down. Everyone is going to be making that call from, uh, you know, overnight after the first round because they're going to have a guy who's going to be available at 32. Um, so you could, you know, if you, if when we've already got the 49th pick, so you could argue, you know, we're going to get a first rounder. We're going to get a second rounder trade down 32. And, you know, can you pick up, what can you pick up? You know, um, they, but I like having the quality of pick there. I like having the 17 and the 32, you know, sometimes the front office, likes to have the number of draft picks. Um, we'll find out in 10 days, right? 12 days. Randy Wagner wants to talk tight ends. Coach T, we have to seriously think about drafting tight end this year. Extremely talented for this year, I hear. What's going on with that tight end room? You know, you got Friermuth coach. You brought back Gentry for a year. You, you've got uh, Connor Hayworth, um, uh, you know, who's a contributor. What do you think about tight end? We're not going to rule out that room. There's plenty of uh, opportunity to add to that room, but we really like what we have, obviously, in Pat and Connor and, you know, Zach has done some new things for us in the passing game. We'd like to see him step up his run blocking. Uh, we'll give him a chance in camp to do that, but he's going to have some competition in camp one way or another. I wouldn't, yeah, Randy, I wouldn't spend too much on tight end right now because do we need another big catching target for Kenny out there? Like I said, I don't think it's going to be this 4,000-yard season for Kenny. I don't know if he needs more targets in the passing game. If you had a super talented blocking tight end, I don't know if they're going to go early. There's, you know, the tight ends that can't catch kind of fall a little bit later. So I think tight end could be in the mix a little bit later. Pittsburgh Scottish Athletics Association is back. You can take our chat, but you can't take our freedom. Trade DJ. Okay. I don't know about that. What are you going to, you know, trade DJ and then who's Kenny throwing to? Throwing to George Pickens and Fryermuth. And that's it. Calvin Austin, we're hoping he's going to show up there, but you can't, uh, no guarantee there. We don't know what we have. Brian Brown is back in the chat. Coach T, could the Steelers shock us all with the receivers early in the draft? You know, Coach, what? Uh, here's the scenario I'm, I'm looking at, Coach. Say the top three corners are gone at 17. The top three tackles are gone at 17. Uh, but that, that, that wide receiver from Ohio State... Um, Najiba, 
is still is still around. What do you think, Coach? Could we uh, could we go with the receiver there at seventeen? Like I said before, we're not going to rule anything out at seventeen and things of that nature. I've seen Najiba play in person. I went there to Ohio State, and that guy's definitely going to be a talent in the league. He's going to uh, he's going to have he's going to have DBs with their hands full in the game. Um, you know, if if it's if there's a chance we meet up, wow, wouldn't that be special? But you guys know me; I like the big boys. That it, w- it would it would shock Steeler Nation. When was the last time Steeler Nation was so shocked by a pick in the first round? Besides, say Terrell Edmonds, because we didn't know who he was. But I can think of Richard Mendenhall when he was drafted in the first. You know, no one was thinking running back. And then they just showed, they zoomed in on Richard before they went to commercial answering the phone. And it was like, oh, Steelers are on the board. So they could, they could shock the world. Deal with it back in the chat. Washington would be a big weapon, him and Muth. He'd be like another tackle on run plays. All right. I'm d- yeah, I'm down. I'm down with it. If uh, I just, you know, because look, <laughs> the other thing on offense is these guys' contracts in a couple years are going to have to come up. Najee and Fryermuth. So, you know, keep investing on offense. Those, those contracts are going to come home. Uh, they'll, they'll be due. But I don't know. I think offense, you know, heck. Look, I didn't see all of the offensive line. You know, look, I'll, like like Afton says here, they really like. They said they really like their own line, and then look what happened in free agency. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to say that offense is completely done on the building side, but besides a, uh, maybe a, a third tackle that we have to draft and a wide receiver, um, I you know I just think defense is going to be the priority. But heck, yeah, yeah, if we get some big two tight end set, that's what DeWitt at once, this big two tight end set, we're going back to uh, 70s style ball where we're going to line up two tight ends and who knows where we're going to run it. We're going to run it in any gap whatsoever. We'll see, we'll see. There's still no fullback on the roster. I mean, you can consider uh, Connor Hayward as a, more of an H-back fullback type spot. So, you know, heck, all right, here. All you guys wanting tight ends, I'll, I'll put this scenario out there. Let's say Connor Hayworth, he's more considered like an H-back, and then we put him into the running back room kind of as a fullback or hybrid, you know, H-back. So we only have three running backs and then Connor Hayward as an H-back. Then I say, hey, all right, let's add a tight end. We're going to need another tight end. And I could see that um, because, you know, usually there's, what, three running backs and a fullback, but... We don't have Derek Watt right now. So, all right, I'll say Connor Hayward is your H-back, fullback type role, three running backs in the room, and then let's add another tight end. Okay, okay, maybe that. Can I talk anyone into that way? No. Randy Wagner says, Jackson Smith and Jibba would be a very sexy pick at 17, right? That would be, that would probably be the one of the headlines of the draft if uh, if it went Steelers' way that way. Um We've re- we haven't had you know we haven't had a wide receiver uh, picked that high what since Plexico, so uh, it'd be a lot of jerseys I think a lot of jerseys. We're about coming up to that time. 
Okay, I'll give Brian Brown in here one more, real quick. Coach T, maybe use her big at fullback. I'm hey, yeah, we've got five guards, six guards on this. We're gonna have to use them all. Let's put a guard eligible out there instead of a tackle eligible. And yeah, maybe a guard at fullback too. Why not? Why not? What do you think, Coach? We can we can we mix it up like that? You know, I asked Matt to get some special plays ready for this season, and uh, the Glenn Gary plays are in effect, so we're not going to rule out anyone there at fullback, including uh, Nate the Great. Nate the Great, I like Nasty Nate, but or he big, her big. Well, Coach, it's been another great uh, Q and A, but I think that the time has come to get back to our lives. Uh, last word goes to Brian Brown. Steelers family is the best. SCN rocks. Go Steelers. I can't say it, you know, can't say it better myself. Coach, until next week, uh, where can we find you on the social media? I'm at Coach Tomlin on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Teresa posts all my posts, so I don't post them directly. And I'm at Kyle Kreis on social media as you see on the screen listen to what Jen's talking about every thursday we've got our uh mock the mock draft special coming up where we'll tell you which mock drafts are mockable and which are unmockable you decide which is the correct way to go until next week steeler nation uh, you know, don't, uh, don't go tweeting yourself into the grave with the, these hot takes or speculations. Uh, keep it cool and we'll see you next week only on the Steelers Sunday Q and a good night.